0: Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman, the show for spiritually rooted women who are hungry for change and growth. I am your host, Natalie Warren, and my mission as a personal development strategist and inner healer is to inspire, educate, and motivate women worldwide to stop limiting themselves and settling for less than what they want and were created to be. If you are ready to transform your life by getting out of your own way, hearing your soul's voice above the noise and activating your life's purpose, you are at the best place. Let's tune in to today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Wow, it's so amazing every time I have the opportunity to come and share and also connect with you through this podcast. So today's episode is going to talk about something that I actually got inspired to talk more about through a Facebook post. And so I posted a Facebook post a few weeks ago that was in regards to, do you find that you overanalyze and overthink everything? And I was amazed at the number of responses that I got from different people in regards to this challenge. And so I thought it would be important to bring it forth to the larger audience so that we could really talk more about overthinking, and I want to help you, support you, find peace. So if you are one who overthinks, I want you to know that you're not alone. Again, I was amazed that there were so many people, people that I know personally that shared in regards to some of their struggles with overthinking. And what we don't realize, what we underestimate is that in a day, it is believed that we have about 65,000 thoughts. And of the 65,000 thoughts, 90% of those thoughts are what I call recycled, meaning you thought them yesterday. And of the thoughts, you have 75% of them that are negative and so there's a lot of thinking that we all are doing. But when I'm thinking about overthinking, I really want you to think about two parts. That it involves ruminating. And to ruminate is simply to just keep chewing over something. And when we think about ruminating and you're chewing over things, it is typically not the good stuff we think over. We think over the bad stuff. And then the other component to overthinking has to do with the worry. And so you may have thoughts like, I should have done that differently. Why didn't I see that coming? What's wrong with me? This will never work out. And those thoughts just continue to go over and over again. Now the challenge becomes when we are overthinking is that it clouds our judgments and it increases anxiety and depression And oftentimes leads to exhaustion and stress. And so you can see why I'm spending some time in the podcast to talk about this, because the impact of overthinking and overanalyzing could be robbing you of peace, of joy, of happiness. But it also robs you of being productive and being creative And that's what I want to help and support you with, to know that it doesn't have to. Because in our minds, when we overthink, we feel like we're solving a problem. And so you keep thinking over it and thinking over it and thinking over it. But the truth is that you're really not. Think about the times where you've overthought something recently. And did you get a solution by just all of the thinking? Typically not. And so I want to share in the episode some tips that I think might be helpful if you find that you are an overthinker. First, I want you to know, validate that it is very common that people can do this, but it's not something that we have to do if we know something else. And so the first step that I want to share, and I'm jumping right into the tips because Again, there were so many responses to this. I wanted to spend most of this this podcast giving you tips versus telling you more about the problem. And the first step, almost with anything you want to change, is to be aware. There are 65,000 thoughts a day and most of them we don't even know we're thinking. And if they're recycled thoughts, They may sound a little differently, but usually it's the same thing over and over again. And so one of the ways to find whether you are overthinking is really to stop while you're in the middle of your day and notice those moments where you feel like you're doubting yourself, you feel anxious, or you're feeling stressed. I want you to just step back for a moment and pause. And kind of assess and kind of look and see what's happening and how you're responding. It is possible that that is one of the places that as you're becoming more aware, you will find that maybe you're overthinking. Like, oh, was I rude to the person in front of me? And you think about it over and over. And Am I making the right decision? And you think about it over and over and over again. That's one of the ways that you could slow down just a little pop out of autopilot, as I call it, and really hone in and tune in and kind of figure out what's going on. Because what tends to happen is a lot of these thoughts we don't want to have and we start to come, become resistant to them and fighting them off. And then they cause problems with overthinking. So I'm a huge, huge advocate for encouraging people to just allow your thoughts to kind of go through. You want to become an observer of your thoughts, not a judge, and just be curious about them. Because when we tend to resist something, it gets stronger versus acknowledging it, observing it. Hmm, that's kind of odd that I'm thinking that way or why am I feeling this way? To be able to kind of become more of an investigator and a witness to see what's happening The other beautiful thing with that is that you also can recognize, even in that moment, that it was just a thought. A lot of the times we hold on to it. A lot of the times we feel like we have to act on thoughts, but they're simply just thoughts. And if you have 65,000 of them a day, there are probably some that you're not acting on or doing anything with and that you can do this even as you're stopping the overthinking so you can find peace Another strategy, another tip that may be helpful is that you just allow yourself the time to think. Like I mentioned, when you're resistant to our thoughts, we try to push them away, we try to repress them, we try to ignore them. But what if you just said, you know what, I'm going to spend 10 minutes today thinking about the situation and I'm going to set a timer because I don't want to go beyond 10 minutes, but this is something apparently I need to complete focus on and I did consider, but I don't need to spend my whole day doing it. And so in that, you set up parameters and you set up boundaries, even in regards to your own thinking. Another thing that I think is so important is asking yourself about not just what could go wrong, because we can spend a lot of time doing that. Think about what could go right so you're saying, I don't know if I should take the job, and I don't know if I should do this, and I don't know if I should buy the house, and I don't know if, right? And you're just going through it over and over again, and you start telling yourself the what ifs, right? I I know it's an inner critic that teaches us about living in the what if, but if you thought, what if this works out? What if I'm making a good decision? What if this is the best decision for me right now? And you kind of stood into that. And I call that you considering possibilities versus probabilities. And we spend a lot of our time thinking about all of the possibilities. And if we're overthinking, they're all the negative possibilities. But I challenge you as we're thinking about how to shift from overthinking to being in this place of peace is to say, okay, that's a possibility. But what's the probability? What are the chances that this might happen? And that sometimes is enough to shift us out of that type of thinking. Another thing that I think you could do very easily for some is to engage in something positive. Engage in something that you enjoy, that brings you energy, that brings you purpose or fulfillment. Whether that's meditation or dancing or exercise, um, drawings—many of those things are on the creative side of our brains. And what it does is it shuts down the overanalyzing, the overanalyzing that we all could easily fall into if we're not careful. And it actually has a name; it's called analysis paralysis analysis paralysis, which basically means that you feel that you have to have all this information before you can do anything. And I love challenging a woman when I'm working with her who says, you know, I just need to know. And I would challenge her and say, no, you don't need to know. I mean, really think about life. Life is really based on the fact that there's many things that we don't know. And it's really about trusting ourselves and trusting God and trusting others. And that can be challenging because many of us have had experiences in life that maybe have affected us in a negative way. But if we have this overthinking, we can shut it down sometimes with just engaging in something positive. And also understanding that no matter how long or how hard you prepare or you spend time in your mind thinking it over so you can be prepared, You can never be prepared and you will never have all of the answers to the questions that you think you need. It's just not possible. And letting go of those thoughts and letting go of that expectation may free you up from overthinking and being in a position to create peace in your own life. And then there are those who are perfectionists. And that's also part of the inner critic work that I love teaching about. But one of the ways that that gets in the way is it causes you to overthink because you're trying to figure out how to make everything perfect. You're trying to think of the perfect time, the perfect opportunity, the perfect people, the perfect connections, all of these things. And you're waiting for perfect perfection. But if you were to remind yourself That waiting for perfect is never as smart as making progress. And that perfect conditions just don't exist. It changes and it shifts our mindsets and it changes our thoughts. Because what you can do, which is the next step, is that you can challenge your thoughts. You don't have to take them all in as your truth. You can accept that the mind is doing what the mind does. The mind overthinks. The mind tries to figure things out. The mind tries to fill in the gaps. The mind wants meaning. The mind likes to be in control. You can look at your thoughts, kind of monitor them. Remember, in as, as an observer, you can write them down. teach sometimes about thought monitoring. and In that, what you're looking for are patterns that you can be able to challenge them. And saying you know what every time i thought this this never happened and saying are these thoughts that i keep having serving me and many times we'll acknowledge that they're not it never serves you to question yourself to beat yourself up to doubt yourself it just never serves us to do that and so as you're shifting and challenging your thinking i'd also challenge you To change your view of fear. We overthink a lot because it's so tied to a fear. And in some ways we're trying to control so that we can decrease the chances of what? Experiencing fear. But fear is a normal, natural emotion. We all have it. We all experience it. And so because you're afraid doesn't mean you can't move forward, that you can't make a decision. And when I speak of decisions, I'm also wanting you to remember that because you made one bad, poor decision doesn't mean you don't have the ability to make more good decisions. And that could help you just to step out of the overthinking mode and and get into this place that I want to see you in, which you desire, is to have greater peace. And having greater peace Another way to do that and and to eliminate all of the overthinking is to maybe eliminate too many choices because that causes us to overthink. If you give me too many choices from what I'm supposed to choose from to eat, I might start overthinking. Well, maybe I want this. Well, maybe I don't want that. Well, how is it going to be cooked? And you just start thinking and thinking and thinking. Earlier this year, I was um, helping someone and they were working towards relocation. And they ended up looking for some moving companies. It's a great idea. That, you know. She started earlier to get this done, but she gave herself too many choices. And they all sounded good, and they all had good reviews, and they all did this. And because of that, it became very hard to just make one decision. Who am I talking to? Is that you? And maybe you're having too many choices And helping you to kind of stop the overthinking, it might look like eliminating some of the options and the choices. And getting some new perspectives, new ways of seeing things, new ways of doing things, entertaining the option, the, the possibility for another perspective. And that could come from someone that you know, that you share with them what you're thinking and they go, wait a minute, well, won't you just do this? Or maybe it'll be better if, I think you already know the answer. That's oftentimes my favorite one. My favorite one. And so as you're moving out of the overthinking and getting into this place of peace, one of the other thoughts that I would offer you is about staying in the present moment. The mind has a tendency to pull us into the past, carry us into the future, And if we're into the past too far, we become depressed. If we're too far into the future, we become anxious. It happens to us all. And so our job is to really be mindful of staying in the present moment and understanding that no one can predict the future. We're not that powerful. And if you spend your present moment worrying You rob yourself of peace. You rob yourself of the happiness and the joy that you so desire and you are worthy of. And so it's really about staying in the present moment and realizing that it's never productive to just overthink. And another powerful way that you can stay in the present moment and really, really embrace the peace that's already within you is to find yourself in a space of gratitude. There's nothing more powerful about being in a moment where you are making yourself aware of what's right before you. And you're finding the good even in the bad and allowing yourself the space to just embrace gratitude. And for those who are challenged with overthinking, it might look like spending time in the morning as well as in the evenings where you really allow yourself to be thankful for things and being grateful for things as I believe gratitude is one of the most powerful energy shifters because those who are overthinkers are oftentimes on a negative vibration of energy. But gratitude has a way to shift you into another space. And so that is something you can implement even right now, thinking of what's the five things that you're grateful for. Now allowing yourself to rise in the morning without saying those five things and they could be different ones each day. Not allowing yourself to close your eyes at night without thinking of those five things and saying them aloud in regards to what you're grateful for to stop and slow down or even eliminate the overthinking and finding that place of peace, the place of peace that's already within you and it's really about tapping into the source of it. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. And I want to see you stop the overthinking and find the peace that you so desire. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. If you liked our show and want to know more, check us out at ww.awaken2 the number two power.com you can also leave us a review on itunes and we would love to hear your feedback join us next week for another episode of awaken your inner whole woman